Well, the weather is hot and the form of a certain Reese Topley is even hotter. Uh, and joining us now is probably the proudest dad in the country, if not the world at the moment. We're very pleased to welcome Mr. Don Topley. Don, tell me how proud you are. Oh, good, uh, good day, Darren. We were so proud of him. Um, we're pinching ourselves still. Not only did he perform well in the T20s, and in particular Nottingham, where he was man of the match in the T20 there, when he, he bowled quite okay at Lords, but um, he bowled very, sorry, very well at Lords, where he got the man of the match and he's six for 24. And um, we had the great honour of being invited into the evening, into the dressing room, where they'd put a little bit of medical tape up on the wall to celebrate his achievement, because that will be uh, there forever and a day now, because it will be painted on the wall to commemorate his achievement. Not only, uh, you know, not only has he got a career best, but he also got the best ever ODI figures at Lords, and I believe he's got the best left armers figures in the world as well in ODI cricket. So, well bowled, Reese Topley, and as I say, we keep pinching ourselves. I know. So that so that means he gets on the honours board then, having taken. Uh, more than five he weeks. does he does indeed uh, those uh, six for 24 is on the honors board and will be painted on and he was quite nice actually because uh, he is an mcc member and uh, he kindly donated his playing shirt and signed it and gave it to lord so perhaps in due course it might be in the uh, in the museum alongside your collection of shirts uh, no, the Lords haven't got any of mine. I didn't do anything quite as great as that. Although, as you you know, as you know, the family have got quite a bit of a history in Lords. Uh, I spent three and a half years on the MCC Young Cricketers, the ground staff, back in the day, and obviously we've talked about it before. I took that catch at Lords, and his foot uh, was over the rope. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And and various cup finals with Essex. And, and Lords was one of my happy hunting grounds where I got wickets. So um, Lords for us is a place that we celebrate and enjoy returning to, and uh, it's just a it's a, just a wonderful story for the for Reese, who's 28 and probably got his most uh, potentially his best years ahead of him from 28 to 32. I do actually remember seeing a video of you bowling Reese out uh, on the uh, nursery grounds quite recently as well. So, yeah, that happened four or five years ago when uh, during the Cross Arrows we played against each other. I played for Cross Arrows. He played for a guesting side. No, he played for Cross Arrows. I played for the guesting side, and I did. I cleaned him out. So, and and and, and, and he will always tell you that whenever he goes to Lords. He remembers that occasion when he crosses a, to the nursery end and reminds himself of when I bowled him out. Yes, the, uh, the, the celebration sticks in my mind particularly. Well, we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Reese. Um, I mean, we're talking about his bowling exploits, but he can bat. And I seem to remember him getting 60-odd in the Ravi Bapara benefit game at Billericay um, a few years ago when he opened the batting. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 yes, he can bat, but uh, he doesn't like it round his nose end. He, he, you know, he, find, he, he actually still says that when these fast bowlers bowl, he struggles to see it. 
yeah that probably is probably a bit of a challenge then if he can't see the ball yeah so coming back to his what well, he's really making a name for himself at uh i mean it, it's incredible um and and just to remind listeners um he was at an extremely low point what was it about three years ago where he sort of had a long hard think about his career yeah, probably, I have to say, since he was, he had his first stress fracture at 17. And then for the next five or six years, he suffered with five stress fractures, which culminated in a huge back operation next door to Lords at the Wellington Hospital. Um, you know, he mentioned that in, in his interviews, and I would have thought that that would have come back flooding back to him those memories of going under the knife mm. where he had a pin he had five stress fractures three at l4 in the lower back and two at l5 and it was the same fracture that kept reopening so at l4 he had a somewhere close to a 40 millimeter pin put diagonally through his l4 joint but for those that know about him he is six foot eight so the, the, the surgeon, a uh, tremendous chap at the Wellington Hospital, was most pleased because Reese being six foot eight meant that his vertebrae were equally quite large. And he openly admitted that he'd never operated on such a gaps in the back around the vertebrae. He, he found it was quite uh, pleasing to work with such a big back. And he found the operation a little easier. Ah. Oh. Okay. Uh, and his, his return to form, obviously he came up and joined Surrey and Surrey have been sort of nurturing him back in. Um, and he's even been playing a bit of Red Bull cricket as well, which seems to be going against the current trend. Yeah, he had a terrific T20 campaign in Barbados. There were, he played in four of the five games and to be honest, he bowled really nicely. nicely. He was the standout bowler in the Caribbean. And they even talked, England did talk to him and just sounded him out about test cricket because we know Anderson Broad didn't go and, you know, they were looking around for bowlers. And he has played some Red Bull. He did last season. He played in 2021. He played seven of the 14 championship games for Surrey. And he's played three or four this season. He's bowling quite nicely. He made his name in Red Bull. Um, so, being honest, he still has aspirations of playing Red Bull Test cricket, and good luck to him. But but the schedule is so grueling that that as his father, I would probably err on the side of caution. He probably wouldn't be able to play back to back tests because mm. that's what they do today. The the schedule is back to back tests. Um, and he could play in one, but he probably would have to rest the next. And that is part of the problem today, is the schedule. And we see it not just international cricket. He's currently involved in the series with South Africa, having just played India in T20 and ODI. There are 12 white ball games in 24 days, together with the white ball back-to-back -back tests. We are asking our bowlers to go into troubled times. And I am sure we'll see a number of young bowlers, even in the domestic schedule, which is nobody else plays the amount of cricket we do. And we know during the COVID years, the England boys under Chris Silverwood 
um, kept the lights on because they were contracted to play because of that COVID bubbles and times. And look, it, it, it's a ridiculous schedule, but well done to England. They're, they're fulfilling what they're asked to do, but it is a challenge. Yeah, we're a long way of the days of uh, when you and I were youngsters that there'd be one team would come over here touring and the, the test matches, five or six of them would be spread out over the entire summer with a few county games thrown in and uh, yes. long periods of rest and recovery. Yeah, absolutely right. You, you know, there are a lot of people who love our game of cricket, love county cricket and support England, but they are following, they, they like the cricket that happened in the 80s and 90s and I'm afraid we, I'm afraid we are far removed from <clears> that era now because that is the way the game is played rightly or wrongly that's what these players have to do and we've seen the likes of Ben Stokes who's now retired from ODI cricket it is such a shame for such a cricketer at the age of 31 that he has to turn his back on ODI cricket the only other thing about this ODI cricket, we know that in the UK in domestic structure, the ECB has slightly devalued it. Maybe they were ahead of their times. They could see this coming. But I do believe the ODI or 50, 50 over Royal London Cup will be profiled next season in 2023 because it is a 50 over World Cup year in India. So expect to see the return of the 50 over cricket. I think that England, the ECB have done that. It's not, it's nothing new. I mean, it, ahead of the, um, you know, the T, whenever there's been a World Cup, whether it's T20 or whether it's ODI, um, they have put focus and, and, and uh, importance on, on aiming for a World Cup. So, um, yeah, I think you're right. I'd agree with that. I think next year's Royal London Cup will be a, big, a much higher profile affair. Um, it will be. But, I'm I mean, sure it, is, it will be. The, the, this schedule, and, and I don't really blame Ben Stokes, but I mean, even just looking at the domestic schedule, and you said about the, the stresses, not only on internationals, but on county players. I mean, the cricket is non-stop. It's, it's quite head-spinning trying to, to follow and actually be reminded that there's a game on. We've, we've, this week alone, we had T20 finals day. We had um, the games against India for England. Now we've got South Africa. There's a there's a county championship uh, round of games underway as well. Uh, and all in this blistering heat, by the way. Um, yeah. It does put on a hell of a lot of pressure. It, it does. Um, yeah, look, I don't like criticising it, but I, I do feel, look, we, we frequently request or try and persuade and we end up having less quality more quantity than quality and that always worries me these bowlers are you know are on fumes they're working on fumes they're not they're not they're not going to be uh, full of vigor and energy they're on fumes and the same is in county cricket as well um, so look I do worry I do worry, and I worry in particular for the bowlers because that's who I sympathise with. So England, uh, we were under a big reset after um, a tortuous winter. Um, with the test side, Basball, as is being called, um, has had quite an impact. Um, with the white ball, we're stuttering a bit, but do you think yep. that's just to, to, be under, to, to be expected with, with so much 
change going on? Um, we've got a change of bowlers or a bowling unit that's a little bit different to what we've seen. But that hasn't been the problem, really. It's been scoring runs for the white ball players. They've come on the back of some test performances. Um, India were good. India were better than good. They are the number one team for me at the moment. They play T20 well. They play the 50 over well. Um, so we were up against it. And their bowling, their batting lineup was just absolutely fantastic to watch. Um, they really were. At the top of the order, you've got Sharma, you've got um, Pant, you've got Kohli. Um, you know, I do know Reese Topley was so pleased to get Kohli. Yeah. He really was. I mean, that is a, that's a huge scalp um, in modern day cricket. So, yeah, um, they're a great side. So, well played to them. They play better than us. It is a little bit of a worry that our batting didn't fire. Uh, they are too good to not fire. So let's hope they do a little bit better in the South African series. Although the South African side have probably the most improved international side in the last 10 to 12 months. They really are. They're not a bad outfit now. No, that's right. That's right. Um, and traditionally, um they've struggled when they've come up to England, particularly in white ball cricket. So it will be, it'll be interesting to see how they fare. They, yes, they will. They've got ODIs now, then the T20s, and then they've got the test matches. I'm really interested in how South Africa perform here in the test series. In particular, our dear friend who we enjoy, who's a cracking chap, Simon Harmer. Yeah. I, I'm really interested to one, whether they use him as the sole spinner, whether they play two spinners, whether they hope to play him and use him men mentally against the English batsman because he's had so much great success in county cricket. Norkia's a decent bowler, Rabada, you know, South Africa in all formats where normally we would expect to beat them. I think they're going to be a tricky customer in all three formats through to September. I really do. Well, it was a great series down in South Africa. Um, uh, what was it, at the beginning of 2020 when... Um, yeah, uh, that's right. Correct. Fantastic cricket. Sibley got his 100 at Cape Town. I was there for that. Um, and I remember the whole of the Test Series. Um, we won it. And we dominated them. But I do honestly believe this series could be a little closer than we all imagine. Now, you mentioned Essex and listeners will recognise you as being part of the commentary team for BBC Essex uh, and uh, very entertaining it is as well. And uh, great coverage on the uh, on the streaming as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on Essex with the season um, sort of boiling to, to a climax? Um, they're still a good side. They, they, you know, Cook at the top, still getting runs, you know, um, great to see him score a century, was it last week, uh, in that match-winning performance, very important performance over Gloucestershire. They're up and they've got a game in hand. In, in some respects, it's this game this week at the, at the Oval. Mm. Um, Surrey are a decent side. They're going to be shorter players where Essex won't be. But Surrey have got the likes of Kemar Roach back, Worrell, uh, Dan yeah. Worrell, who's an Australian, but he qualifies as homegrown. 
for me is a, such a such a special talented bowler um, and they bat quite well you know folks will want to do well you've got Ollie Pope back listen Surrey are a decent side um, and, and, and Essex will have to be with their A game at the Oval otherwise they could get beat but you know batting wise Essex could do nicely they need Harmer it's important Harmer performs at the Oval because I'm not convinced he's going to be around for a couple of championship games in due course because he will um, join up with the South African side so listen Essex did well to get to the quarterfinals in the T20 little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde uh, if I'm to be honest because I thought they were pretty good at home and on their travels they didn't always perform um, bit of a Jekyll and Hyde and an improving uh, white ball side so I would expect them to be pretty uh, pretty good at, uh, at full strength apart from Harmer in the Royal London One Day Cup and that is going to happen during the 100 although this year more than other years they're going to be missing six players from their normal side because five of them are with the 100 and Harmer will be with South Africa. But yeah, that means opportunity. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Opportunity for a lot of guys that have been missing at times. People like uh, Alison, Feroz Kushi, uh, Buttleman. Buttleman might have to take the gloves um, or they bring back Wheater. But it'll be interesting to see how they sort their side out. But there'll be lots of opportunity for some of their younger cricketers, which is a really good sign. Yeah. Uh, others that you didn't uh, that, that, that sort of fall on that radar is uh, you know, Jack Clom, Aaron Nidja. Yes. Um, so yes, I think you're right. It is an opportunity, and I think do well in this. It's a good shot window, uh, and uh, it would it would bode well for ne for next season. Now uh, you are very very busy at the moment um, organising um, the MCC Festival, which is coming up next week, I believe. That's right. Yes. Um... We start back at school, at the Royal Hospital School, who um, put on, who, you know, I put this on every year, the Minor Counties Cricket Festival. We haven't changed the name to National Counties yet. We keep it as the Minor Counties. Um, the likes of Suffolk, Norfolk, um, Cumbria, Cleveland, Oxfordshire, um, they all come and descend on the Royal Hospital School just inside Suffolk. And for two weeks, we have an under 11s and an under 12s festival. It's great to see these young lads come and play a decent level of cricket. Um, and I'm very proud of it. It's something that this year will be my 20, 22nd year. Wow. And over the, you know, we often forget about minor counties or national counties. The likes of Reese Topley, Ollie Stone, um, Tom Helm. Alex Hales, all the, you know, you'll be a James Vince and uh, Liam Dawson started off in minor counties. Um, so it's very important that we continue to have the opportunity for minor counties to play together to where they start their representative county career, albeit minor counties, before the pyramid system captures them and then they go off into first class cricket and perhaps lucky enough to play international cricket. But it's an important opportunity 
Um, and, and it's great cricket. And from Monday, the 1st of August, we have two weeks. But I start back next week because we've got a bit of grounds preparation, cafe preparations, sort the boarding houses out um, and just get myself, ourselves and with the help of some um, staff who come back with me, um, we just put it all together. And it's, a, it, it's great to see so many kids playing a decent level of cricket together. And if people want to come down and watch is it uh, open to everyone? It is open. There'll be signs up the Royal Hospital School, Suffolk. It's in a village called Holbrook. It's probably nearest, uh, it's in between Manningtree and Ipswich, literally on the River Stour, the banks of the River Stour. It really is beautiful. And we're always very lucky. We've got our own sort of weather climate there. We, we don't get much rain and it's all sand and silt. So if we do get run, it, rain, it slips through the earth very quickly and down to the river store. <laughs> so before we let you go, we should just update on Reese. So he missed the game against South Africa on Tuesday. Um, yeah. But um, I'm assuming he's back for um, the rest of the ODI series. Yeah, he will be. Um, he's available for selection on Friday at Manchester. And then they go on to Leeds. That concludes on Sunday. That concludes the ODIs. And then there are three T20s next week, which are at, let me get this right, Cardiff, Bristol and Southampton. And that concludes the white ball uh, England cricket. Uh, and then we uh, welcome the 100 back in and the eight uh, franchise teams will be playing uh, from the 3rd of August. And what's great is the 100 does encourage lots of youngsters. Um, and it's a great event. It's a very different event to T20. T20, uh, potentially at Chelmsford, Taunton, Hove, is, is predominantly with uh, adults. It's, um, it's a great event. It's a, if I said uh, there's, a, there's a lot of adults there, there's a bit of a party atmosphere. But the 100, listen, does encourage the youngsters and it's good to see them at cricket that's right and um it will be enhanced because there'll be more overseas players appearing this year which we we couldn't do last year because of covid that's right the standard will be good we had a great finals day there was a little bit of an issue towards the end of finals day um, i'm still trying to work out what actually happened with hampshire and lancashire who was right who was wrong yeah, uh, Lancashire seemed quite aggrieved and I can sympathise with uh, them to a degree. Um, Hampshire, meanwhile, are, are, are not for listening. <laughs> they, they, they were obviously quite happy with the outcome. But um, yeah, it was a great finals day, but the 100 will be equally as good. Um, and I'm sure we will see many packed out crowds at the 100 all the way around England. Yeah, and uh, is Reese playing for the Oval Invincibles? Yes, he will be, um, and he's looking forward to that. Um, yeah, we 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 look forward to to their fixtures. He'll be playing with his mates, a lot of Surrey players there, and a few Kent players. Um, <laughs> he will look forward to that. Um, but that is most of August, and then county cricket comes back in for September, and then as we've talked about the pack schedule. As soon as the county season, or indeed 
the test matches with South Africa finish. If I said to you, I believe it's early September, I think it's within a couple of days, the England white ball team fly off to Pakistan to play seven T20s yeah. in Pakistan. So there's no rest for the wicked. And that is a country I'd love to visit and watch those seven T20s. Yeah. And then, of course, straight after that, another World Cup. Another World Cup in Australia, yeah. which is October and November. Yeah. It's quite, they've shortened that World Cup. Technically, it's about four to five weeks long rather than six to seven. Yeah. And the yeah. last World Cup that I was involved in in Australia, uh, I was involved with Zimbabwe. Andy Flower, Edo Brandes, Davy Houghton, John Tricos, <laughs> and that famous victory over England at Albury Wodonga. Yeah, 1992. That's right. I'll be rooting for England this time, though. <laughs> All right, Don. Well, go well. Uh, many congratulations uh, on uh, the progress of your son and heir. And uh, we've 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 been following his progress for years, you and I. Well, you longer than me. But um, yes, I, I, ever since he was Essex Young Player of the Year, which must be about 10 years ago now. Um, yeah, that, that, that's right. Well, he started when he was 17. Yeah, he still cannot, you know, still pinches himself to think he was playing professional cricket at 17 fantastic. and going off to do exams and knowing that there was a little bit of uh, pin money and ending up in his bank account <laughs> as a professional. Well, he's a great example to youngsters out there and to anyone um, in terms of perseverance and sticking at it and putting the hard yards in. Uh, and he is a great example of the, of the fact that you do get there in the end. Your hard work reaps rewards. That's very kind of you to say that and uh, really do appreciate that. And I, I know what you mean. Bounce back ability is huge in cricket and you can have all the ability you want. But if you haven't got bounce back ability, you won't be in the career for long. Don Topley, many thanks for joining us and uh, we'll hope to catch up soon. Thanks, mate. Thanks for listening to 98 Not Out, the cricket podcast. Please subscribe to the show in your podcast app to make sure you see the new episode each week as it appears in your feed. And if you enjoy the show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help us introduce the show to even more people. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you on the next episode.